Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's May the 11th, 2023. It's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show. I am at Joel Pearl. And as always, I got the star of the show. No pun intended. But all the puns intended. The collision to my impact. Ah, that's Wait. good. I have that's the one good. and only Cresta Star. Cresta, how are you doing tonight? I am fantastic. Fully mustache, fully beard. Zicky Dice, if you're hearing this, I wasn't going to let you out fool man true me. So I had to do my beard. I had to. I had to. But I'm doing great. What a good episode of Impact. It it was two things happened tonight. One, they brought back the bites, which I'm so happy because we had been biteless for like two weeks. And now we got two bites tonight. <laughs> Here, when you bite, it's a good show. And when you, when you bite, it's a good show. And also, too, I felt like, it furthered a lot of storylines. I think it was a, a standard episode, not a filler, you know, but it was a good episode. And also Masha Slamovich, Killer Kelly. I want them to tag. I want them to beef. I want them to fight forever. I want them to fight together forever. I love it. I live. Add Jody Threat. Add Jody Threat. Sorry, what did you think about it? <laughs> Make it the ultimate redheaded three-way. I'm oh, telling you, man. Violence. Like, it's mitigated violence. Not a lot. Mitigated. You won't know if the red is from their hair or from their faces as they bleed. Exactly. Anyway, I quite enjoyed the show tonight. I, I had a really good time watching it. I, uh, I'd say most, most of it hit for me, and uh, I know lately it's been a little hit or miss, but, uh, you know, it, it feels like as much as they're promoting Trinity and the... The, the dates that she's going to have with impact uh -huh. throughout the summer. Uh, there are still other really fun stories that are emerging through this set of tapings and coming up to under siege in two weeks. Uh, by the way, we will be doing a post show after under siege. That's Friday. What is that? May 26th. Oh my goodness. That's a busy weekend. That is yeah. uh, that's a double or nothing weekend. And there's an NXT show and there's another show that I'm completely missing that I'm sure someone in the chat's going to remind me about. But either way, there's so much going on. We will be live on the Friday night talking about Under Siege and all of the post-show reactions as we are, of course, every Thursday night after the Ring of Honor post-show with Cresta and Reg. Thank you for teeing us up. As always, uh, TS up with a thumbs up if you're here. And if you're listening to us in audio form, drop us a five-star review because that gets your friend's ears closer to our 
mouths as we talk about the professional wrestling that maybe you love or maybe you'd like to love more of. Yeah. 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 Or if you want to support us financially, you can go ahead and leave us a super chat. It's uh, at youtube.com slash Fightful. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. It's that little dollar sign in the bottom of the chat. Go ahead and support us if you can. Or you can go to FightfulSelect.com. It starts at five bucks. More on that later. But there is tons of news, exclusive news and exclusive content for your ears, your eyes, your nose, your face, every part of your body. If you really want to, you can print out the news. You can rub it all. Anyway, go ahead. Five bucks a month. FightfulSelect.com or more, whatever you want to do. Or you can go to HumperChats.com. Tell them Cresta. You head on over to humperchats.com. You put your comment in, your question, your wrestling idea. Any dollar amount will get it right on air. We get to keep a little bit more. It keeps us happy. keeps Joel happy. Sean Ross Sav happy. The mascot's happy. We love you and show us you love us. Humperchats.com. We do love you. It's true. Dobby the Brain Heenan jumps us up with a super chat saying wasn't able to catch the show live tonight but wanted to still drop in and check out the post show no tandem does it better well thank you we appreciate that we uh we sincerely enjoy talking about impact we love working together we love our chat y'all are so much fun to hang out with so anytime we get to do this together it's great uh and and when the show is good it's even more fun to talk about so i guess Cresta, we should probably dig in a little bti action to start Let's get it with George Iceman. George Iceman once again reminds us that we're two weeks away from under siege and that Jordan Grace will not be able to challenge for the knockouts championship if Diana Perrazzo is still the champion after under siege. In other words, if Jordan Grace loses, she cannot compete for the title if uh, if she loses. Anyway, as long as I, Diana's champion. I hate, I hate these stipulations. Is it just me? It's the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar stipulation. Bro, I've seen this so many times in different, like throughout different promotions. It's like, I get it if it's the same main event. But this is what, maybe the second time? The first, I don't like this. I, I get it. I get it. But I don't like it. I get it. We'll talk about it later because there's there's certainly yeah. plenty of Perrazzo and Grace commentary to give us later on in the main event. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Mr. Iceman reminds us that Trinity will debut it under siege. There's an open contract. And one star who was not at the Chicago tapings is pulling strings to get that match. We found out later who that potential, who that potential person might be. And I love this comment. George Iceman in his shrubbery. I feel like that is a Monty Python joke. Yes, it is. Oh, come on. Tis about the flesh food. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and then we open up the show with Ace Austin versus Zicky Dice, the man with all the heat taking on Ace Austin. The uh, one of the tag chief tag uh-huh. team champions, easy for me. To say. Uh, Jen Alexander, Josh's wife, is now doing BTI ring announcing, and I think that's really great. I'm glad that she's a Heck part of yeah. She's doing the pre shows on Instagram live as well, so that's pretty uh-huh. neat. Uh, Gia is so funny, Gia Miller on this, oh and I know God. you pointed this out on Twitter, <laughs> and I paid extra attention. She is going all in on Ace Austin on both ends. She starts off hating him, uh-huh. falls in love with him. Of course, if you know, you know, uh, just the funny, sh- she calls him Quadzilla. <laughs> Calls him thigh hard. Uh, just to, uh, they talk about Zicky Dice being the Travis Barker having a bail having a baby with Harley Race. Bro, Gia Miller is living up to her name, mean Gia Miller. <laughs> She's living up to it, bro. She is so funny. And y'all um, can't see it because my mouth is pretty much glued shut. But I I was dying laughing. She's th- I wrote down the highlights. Gia Miller, Ace Austin stinks. <laughs> Right off the beginning of the match, that guy stinks. 
And poor Tom Hannafin's just looking at her like, Gia Miller. <laughs> kind of guy who reeks up, the, reeks up the van on a long road trip. And she's just like, mm -hmm, I don't know how I know that, but I think so. I, I don't know how I know that, but I love Gia Miller. I think I want her on commentary all the time. Nothing against Tom Hannafin. Nothing against, oh my God. Matthew Raywalt. Thank you. I had his name in my oh, head, no. but I could not. My brain was just like, nope, nope, you're not saying that. That's not happening. I think they'd be great on a three commentary team, but I just think Gia Miller is so chaotic and it sends me. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. And then they talk about Zicky's facial hair, as you did earlier on the crossover. Gia says that he had, she asked what happened, and Zicky said that he was shaving on an airplane and then they hit turbulence. That's the perfect excuse for a, a shave job like that. Cresta, why would you do that? I to quote Tom Hannafin, why are you shaving on a plane? Listen, sometimes you don't really have time to do it on the ground. You got to make a flight. You got to make a gig. Come on. I get it. I mean, yeah. That's just a time management issue overall. I mean, but you I mean, you couldn't get Johnny Swinger or someone in the dungeon. <laughs> there was no dungeon on the plane. <laughs> There's no dungeon barbershop. You got to do it what goes on in the dungeon? We don't even know what goes on. There could be. Have you ever been to the Swingers Dungeon? Anyway, so the match is pretty good. <laughs> uh, once the fun stuff settles and all the, the comedy's out, they have a good, solid back-and-forth match. Again, Zicky Dice knows how to work. Ace Austin, we see him regularly, both in singles and tag team. Uh, Ace eventually gets the win with the fold. It was weird to write out the fold and not the art of the fold, which mm -hmm. is usually the double team name that I've given that to uh, Ace of Bays and their, their finish. So uh, a, a good match. They at one point mentioned that Zicky and Swingman could challenge for the tag titles if Zicky pinned Ace Austin in this match. And I sat there being like, yeah, let's do it. Come on. What's wrong with this? Let's go. At this point, just I don't care who it's against. Well, I do because I'm, I'm here for the chaotic option. Why not? Why not let Swinger get the 50 wins? Why not have Swinger pin Macklin for the chaos? Oh, let's go. Everyone would be mad except me. This would be me. Yes. Yes, chaos. We and then have Swinger lose to PCO? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even. You know what I would do? No, you'd have Swingman get the 50 wins, beat Macklin. They do a big celebration in the ring where everyone is just super confused but super happy for Swingman. Uh -huh. And then the next show, next night, whatever, Swingman holding the title, cuts a passionate speech, says, I've done it all. And then he lays the title on the ground and he just vanishes. Oh my God! Not the Alatar. We need a Johnny Swinger the most. He vanished. <laughs> Doesn't even leave the ring. He just suddenly like whoosh. The, through the power of editing. Huzzah! Pakistan. <laughs> I mean, Impact's done some pretty fun editing I, during the, pan the pandemic. Was probably one of the best things to happen to Impact in terms of their editing crew because they did one thing that I'll never forget. When they had Susie become Sue Young during the pandemic by having Susan come out and they basically played uh, played the three roles in mm. one shot, they were able to cut it together to make it look like there was a, a transition, a transformation. Things like that was really cool for Impact, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, it turns into pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> All this trick in the book. <sighs> <laughs> anyway that's the bti match it was fine it was fun it was a good opener uh -huh. uh, and then impact opens with what i thought was a really good idea to do a, a video package promoting rhino's history not only in professional wrestling but also with impact because he has been in and out of impact wrestling since almost its inception uh -huh. uh, so it really did make the title match build to macklin versus rhino a little bit bigger and a little bit more important uh what do you think of the opening uh the opening video package on rhino 
I typically don't write down anything for the opener, even when they have down a bumper. I did think that this was a good idea. You try to make Rhino seem like a threat, because let's be for real. We all knew how that match was going to shake out. You just gave Macklin the title. You want to play hot potato with it? No thanks. I think that we all knew Macklin was going to beat up Rhino, but this made it feel like a big deal. This made it feel like, you know what, maybe, just maybe, because Rhino is known for doing the impossible sometimes. Maybe, just maybe, Rhino could beat Macklin. I'm glad it didn't go down that way, but I really liked how they put this video package in the beginning to make it special. I think Steve Macklin has a good um, a good run ahead of him. Forgotten no more. Absolutely. And again, like you said, it, it adds credibility to the mm -hmm. match. It adds credibility to Rhino as a wrestler, as a, as a main event star. Uh, so this, this worked out. I was really happy for that. Uh, and then they got right into it. Masha Slamovich versus Killer Kelly. The, uh, the, the show bookended by knockouts matches that were mm -hmm. very good and very big time. So listen, Kelly opens up with the, the kinky stuff immediately. And I'm just like, Yes, here we go. This is going to be the good stuff. Uh, good, Really good match. I know during the crossover you mentioned it, but for the audio people, let's just get right to it. Uh, the killer clutch is in on Masha, and Masha hits a roll through, goes off the, the turnbuckle and rolls through on Kelly, kind of like what uh, Shayna Baszler, when she would have the... Um, the Carafuta clutch. Carafuta mm -hmm. clutch, thank you. And then Kyrie would roll through and get the pin. Same thing happened here. Masha gets the pin on Killer Kelly, and then Kelly keeps the clutch in and... They're trying to play it off on commentary as if she choked out Masha. Masha's still kind of moving and kind of writhing around, but it looked good. And both women not only look good in the match, but Masha looks good with the win. Kelly looks good in defeat. Everybody kind of wins here, and it feels like we'll run it back again. Uh, talk to me about the match. What'd you like? What'd you not like? And uh, where do you think we're going with Kelly and Slamovich? I did not dislike anything about that match. It's a great match, and I could see like these two have chemistry in the ring. That match was, first of all, stiff from the beginning bell to people getting choked out at the end. That whole match was stiff. The, the stall, um, the stalling fisherman suplex from Killer Kelly on Masha Slamovich. First of all, I didn't even know you had that in you, Killer Kelly. I mean, I did, but I didn't. You know, I never seen it. So kudos to that. That was beautiful. Also, with the um, with the deadlift. From Masha saying, I think Killer Kelly did something to old girl or Masha did something to old girl where Masha was on top of Killer Kelly and then or someone bridged up. She picked old girl up, had her in a, in a backward electric chair, the dead eye, whatever it's called. I forgot what it is and drops Killer Kelly on her neck and Killer Kelly still gets up like, I'm not dead. I'm still here. I'm not dead. You can't kill me. Such a good match. So I, I know I wanted to see it, but I want to see it again and again and again. These two have such great chemistry. Yeah, and it was something that we kind of expected, but we didn't know it would happen until they mm -hmm. walked into the ring together. Kelly's headbutts look so good. Mm -hmm. And then the double underhook suplex that she hits into the turnbuckles look nasty. And then she follows it up with an even nastier hesitation basement drop kick. Stuff like that always gets my good in wrestling. Like, in a good way. Gets me going in wrestling. I love that stuff. Uh, the jackknife pin that Masha turned into an inverted pile driver. That's what it was. Thank you. That. That was beautiful. It was well mm -hmm. executed. It was well done. And it looked dangerous, but in the best way, because it looked dangerous, not was dangerous. Yeah. Uh, really good match. We talked about the finish. I look forward to seeing where these two go. It feels to me like Kelly's going to try and turn this into a championship opportunity just by saying, I may have lost, but I can choke out anybody. 
And then you get the baby face champion being like, anybody? So who knows? We'll see where it goes. But Masha, again, I, you got you to gotta build up those wins for her. But you also have to do something with it. Because we yeah. continue to kind of spin our wheels with Masha. Where she is dominant until she gets to the big one. And then she can't win it. Maybe that, And maybe that's a turning point for her. Maybe that's going to be when she gets that, mm. that knockouts championship match that she finally wins. And maybe that turns her baby face. Who knows? Maybe that's the story now. I don't necessarily see Masha as a heel. I guess maybe I see her more as a tweener because she's new and she's like, I'm focused. I know what I want. I'm going for the championship. I don't care if you're a good guy, you're a bad guy. If it takes me towards the championship, I'm going to do it. I don't necessarily see her as a back, but I could see what you're saying. It might turn her full on face, but again, I don't know, man. I kind of, I kind of feel like we don't need to have Masha in the title scene to do something with her. Just like you said, have it have something of substance and meaning if we are. To me, Masha's always been a, a heel. Uh, aligned herself with yeah. heels. She's been a badass who doesn't speak English, which traditionally in wrestling means you're a heel, uh, unless you're Japanese for some reason. Then Russian menace, I understand. I understand. Yeah, Russian menaces. Uh, and then on top of that, she just the way she wrestles is very heelish. That being said, you look at how her character has evolved in GCW. She's, uh, she's Russian, but she is Russian with a New York adopted hometown. So she's, she's very much a babyface as their champion right now. And I think people, if they start seeing how she operates in GCW, they'll start to maybe see, you know, uh -huh. what what she has potential to be an impact as a babyface champion. I don't know if that's something that they want to work on, uh, because yeah. impact's really good at really accentuating your character and driving it up to a hundred. And this is her being Russian assassin at a hundred percent, right? Nobody. That's fair. It's hard to believe that Masha is a Russian assassin, but it's also easy to believe that Masha in Impact is a Russian assassin. That does make sense. You, I don't know if you've seen the 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 video trailers or the movie trailer for the the machine. It's about this guy who did a comedy joke and he's about how he was in Russia. He did, all he knew how to say was the machine. That's what she reminds me of. Like you could go to a bar, she's gonna hit you over the head, and be like, breathe it, comrade. Like, yes, hit me over the head again. Yes. So, was that movie, was that the Brian Cage movie? No. Okay. I'm Sidebar. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I want to say like, no, this is totally comedian. I was like, Cresta, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rain you back so we can talk about Kenny King and Sheldon Jean backstage. Uh, King approaches Jean as he's getting ready for his match with Nick Aldis. Says, you have an opportunity, a star-making opportunity. You take all this potential and you're going to turn it into something with substance. He says that Nick Aldis is like looking past Sheldon Jean. He thinks that Sheldon Jean is being served up to him on a silver platter with a silver spoon for his fat mouth says you have an opportunity to show you have teeth and ask yourself the question what's in it for me i still like the pairing it feels like kenny king is going to teach sheldon gene until a moment when gene maybe turns on kenny king uh -huh. and they start a little feud there but for now to get to king and aldis this is a very good bridge uh the match between gene and aldis we'll talk about in a minute but what do you think about this backstager it's a good, sorry, it's a good, it was, like you said, very straight to the point. I do like the idea of Kenny King mentoring um, Sheldon Jean, but it's giving, the moment y'all get together, it's only a matter of time before it's, my master said, get yours, what's in it for you, and I don't want this plucky young man taking over. I'm here for it, because I think, like you said, it'd be a great parent, but until then, it'll be a war of attrition. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Impact announced this week that they're going to be going down under. So they're going to be in Wagga Wagga in New South Wales, Australia. Uh, 
Friday, June 30th, and Saturday, July the 1st. No announced TV. Hoping they do something. Not necessarily live because it's a 16-hour time difference, and I'm tired. So uh, if they do anything, I think we would see some TV or at least some matches announced. But um, uh, it's, it's exciting for them. I feel bad for anyone who's taking that plane ride, and I hope that everyone has bookings around those two dates. I would go, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I've been I there. Go. The flights are murder. You've been to Australia? Yeah, 16 hours on a plane sounds hell. That's hell! And that's that's doing Toronto to L.A. That's a six. That's a six-hour flight. It's about six. It's a. It's a that is about a six-hour flight. Yeah. And oh, that's hell. So you got that, and then you got to do L.A. to Sydney. And that's the sixteen-hour, or is that just that's ten? Sixteen-hour. No, that's sixteen-hour. So you're transiting so you- about twenty-four. <laughs> I was. I listen. I was going for a gig, so I had. I was going to be there for a few months. Respected, but still. <laughs> Oh yep. my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You got to get ready for that flight. You got you. You got to get ready in every way imaginable. Hell on earth! Hell on earth! It is. Uh, Orion Ben sends a super chat. Thank you, saying Masha is Yelena from Hawkeye. I can, I can get behind that. Wait, are you talking about the show? Because I've never read. I've never seen the show. But I do know Yelena sometimes in the comics becomes Scarlet, not Scarlet Witch, um, Black Widow. She's the blonde version. And if that's what you mean, then yay, I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. Gia Miller's backstage with Trinity. Trinity mentions the open contract for Under Siege. And then Trinity's like, I was caught off guard last week by Jordan Grace, Deanna Perrazzo. uh, And I'll be watching their tag team match tonight. And says, you know, she's excited not just to talk, but uh, for the talk. Uh-huh. go up against the knockouts and the best of the best. And then Jay Vidal walks up and takes a selfie. And I love that Trinity is like, she's like, suddenly she can strike the pose and then go back to it and be like, who's that guy? And Professionalism. Yes. Consummate professional. Yes. Be like, who was that? And Gia Miller be like, oh yeah, no, he works here. <laughs> uh, the way I see, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying a good little segment between these two. And it clearly means we're getting to what I've talked to Jeremy about on In the Weeds over on Five Over Booked uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern, by the way. We talked about the first opponent for Trinity that wasn't Kylan King. And I said, the first big opponent has got to be Giselle Shaw because uh-huh. if you're making Trinity the biggest white meat baby face you can, you got to give her the biggest heel you've got. And that's Giselle. I agree. When Jay Vidal came out, I'm like, oh, so we get in Giselle Shaw. And somebody has said in my chat, or if it was this chat or last week's chat, I said, can't wait for that Trinity Giselle Saw starter feud. I'm like, damn, you had to say it like that, but I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I, th- I think Giselle has improved so much that let's just say, now I'm just putting out hypotheticals and I'm not saying this is true, but let's just say Trinity got ring rust. Let's just say Trinity is not as hyped up as she used to be. Giselle, I think, is in a position to have a great match with her regardless of that. I think Giselle is going to bring out the best in her. Now, again, I don't think, I'm taking worst case scenario, I don't think Trinity is trash. I don't think that. I think she's probably really good and probably a lot better than what we saw in WWE. Giselle Shaw is the right one to do it with because you've seen where she's come from. Her elbows, her knee strikes are very stiff, and I feel like it'll put fans in a perspective of Trinity has to adjust. If you've watched Trinity before, you've never seen her wrestle like a stiff, stiff match. 
and not for nothing, almost everyone in Impact wrestles stiff. So I think Giselle is a great start. A great start. You don't want to put up against a Masha right away. Chill out. Hey, 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 hey. Chill out. <laughs> and also the storytelling with Giselle is just perfect. Yeah. So Giselle looking- is so funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's going to be some good comedy and there's going to be some... The- the diva stuff will play into their story uh-huh. and it's not a bad thing because the quintessential diva Giselle Shaw is going to say, I'm more diva than you ever were. And Trinity's going to be like, well, I was the, one of the OG divas, you know, I was on total, I was the total diva uh-huh. so on and so forth. And, and again, you can do that story and still know that these two women are going to absolutely kick ass in the ring in a match. That's a fact. That's so an absolute fact. It's going to be good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm sure they'll get to that announcement in the next couple of days or maybe next week on, on Impact Wrestling. Sheldon Jean versus Nick Aldis. Let's finally get into this. Kenny King is on commentary. and He gets awkward with Tom Hannafin. I love it. I love it. They're incorporating the BTI commentary that Kenny King walked in on when he was having his match with Channing Decker. Tom Hannafin was putting over Nick Aldis. King had walked over and been like, why are you talking about him? Why are you talking about that scrub? So uh-huh. I like the continuing that story. It's really, really good. Just little seeds here and there that, that get planted. Uh, this is Aldis's first match in Impact Wrestling on TV in six years, they say. That's good stuff. And um, <laughs> Kenny King says, Nick Aldis isn't all that at all. Bless Kenny King's heart. He's a clown. So good. <laughs> I live. So good. Live, but he's a clown. He's a clown. Kenny King is a clown. He's one of those people that if he was just on commentary, I'd spend more time laughing at him and GM Miller. I'd spend more time laughing at commentary than what's going on in the ring. I hear you. So Gene gets in some good early offense and Aldis is selling for the kid. That's great stuff. I'm, I'm really good and happy to see that Nick Aldis is here to play right he, he's not here to just take over impact uh-huh. wrestling and become the champion on his first night in uh and then eventually the lack of experience on gene's part comes to hit him and bite him in the ass nick all just catches up hits that big top rope elbow and then the king's link cloverleaf gets a submission victory and he's looking back at kenny king and then king's like i'll give all props he deserves that victory but sheldon jeans no kenny king and we'll see what happens when all faces kenny king if he gets that opportunity uh, again, match was good. Do you have anything to add as we kind of march forward to Kenny King versus Nick Aldis at under siege? Presumably Nick Aldis's gear was great. That Queensland clover leaf was beautiful. Like literally I went to go get something out of my kitchen. I came back and he was in the clover leaf and the match was over. Sorry. Yeah, that was it. It was a quick match. Sheldon Jean though. I'm looking forward to having a chat with him yeah. in the very near future. I think, uh, He's, he's a great talent. He's got a great story. He's still young in his career, but uh-huh. there's so much opportunity and there's a lot more story to tell. So him getting into the ring for Nick Aldis's first Impact TV match in six years, that's a big deal. That That's, that's true. That's the, they put a lot of uh, trust in Sheldon Jean to make, make Aldis look good. And at the same time, it was expected that Nick would help Sheldon Jean look good and sell a little bit there. So again, both people... Both men look good. And uh, Kenny King was the clown that he is. So everything worked out. It worked out. It was great. 10 out of 10. We recommend. Go watch it. (laughs) Speaking of clowns, we're in the back with Dango and Hendry. And Dango's talking about (laughs) what would become his birthday party. (laughs) This was the best sports entertainment, I got to say, too. (laughs) It was so so bad. It's good. A former Fightful Over Bookshop. Anyway. 
Uh, and then analog swing man and Zicky Dice, or at least Zicky Dice wheels in Johnny Swinger as always. Uh, the two had their win taken away from Santino, so clearly that means they attack Santino, and then Zicky Dice turns it around on Joe Hendry and says, Santino upstaged you at Rebellion. It must have hurt your big old ego, Joe Hendry. And then Dango steps in and he says, no, you know what? You're not going to make fun of my friend. It's you and I, Swingman versus Dirty Dango. And Swingman's like, you can't make that match. Dango's like, you called my bluff, but I know someone who can. So he calls Santino. And Santino sounds like a weird old woman on the phone. I don't know what that was. And also there's a weird, like, there's a weird sound going on in the background. It's like creaking. And I think what it is, is the thing that, that Swingman's standing on, the cart. I think it's just creaking back and forth. It's the it's the best worst. I mean, how many more WWE WrestleMania three wing rings do you need, Johnny Swinger? Come on now. Come anyway, on. Santino makes the match, Dango versus Swingman. Uh, and then as Swingman and Zicky Dice walk out, they're talking about the birthday party again. And Hendry's like, All right, what time does it start? And he's like, Well, doesn't matter when you show up, it's just you and me. And Hendry's just like, Oh God. Poor Joe Hendry. It went from being yuck yucks to, yo, I'm about to turn heel or you leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to go heel, but I'm about to, I'm about to do it a lead pipe. I'm about to Sammy Callahan moosey. What's wrong with you, Dango? I didn't really care for the Frankie Kazarian part three video. I, I, and listen, it was like, you came back to Impact, now what? And he's like, yeah, I, I won the X Division Championship, Cash and Option C. I stood up to bully Ray, basically recapping everything he's done mm. since he came back. And then he's like, I'm going to be in the number one contender match at Under Siege, and I'm going to be a champion again. And it's like, okay, at this point, now I think you start rolling these videos on socials instead of on the TV show. I'm kind of just done with Kazarian. I don't know if you liked this particular video compared to the other two or just in general, um, or if you have anything to add about the Kazarian part three. My only note is he said, I'm still focused on the championship. So far... The first one was the only one where I was like, wow, he came in hot. It's like pretty much it was F Dixie Carter. The first one, he came in hot. The other one, okay, all right, makes sense. Did my thing in AEW, all right. This one was just kind of like, I'm still focused on it. I get what you say. Not now at this point. How many more parts do we have left? If it's three or four, I guess we've already done three, so we got one more to do. And if it's what, five, we got two more to do. That's not too terrible. Not the worst. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think that was the last one, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, then it's not terrible. It didn't yeah. overstay. He has a match next week. So he's, he's in the six-man tag match with the six men who are in the under siege uh, number one contendership match. So they're doing a six-man tag, and he's part of that. So 
fine if that was the last uh the last video that's okay but this one honestly just it could have been a social only thing i agree i felt like there was a lot of nothing said yeah. but you know maybe at the full time i don't know I mean, they clearly did because the show went off the air at 9.55. Eastern. That's true. So they're, they're on a run of that. Uh, next match, Crazy Steve and Black Taurus Decay. They take on Hotch and Skyler, the good hands. Good hands come out and say the crowd is familiar with Decay, but he means that dumpster fire known as the city of Chicago. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah, stop. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, and then says, Decay must be crazy, crazy because the Cubs have a better chance of winning the World Series than they do beating the good hands. Oh, ended up being true. Uh, Hannafin mentioning Bully Ray, and Bully Ray gets a bunch of mentions tonight. Kazarian mentions Bully Ray. Tom mentions Bully Ray. Musa Myers mentioned Bully Ray. The Good Hands mentioned Bully Ray. The Under Siege poster includes Bully Ray, including the fallout from Under Siege. I'm starting to think Bully Ray might be coming back after uh, Under Siege. Yeah, now that you said that, I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of Bully Ray mention. It sounds about right. If he does come back, I don't know in what capacity. I don't really want it. Exhibition champion, Bully Ray. Off of Trey, Trey Miguel might actually shoot him. <laughs> you might Arn Anderson it. Trey Miguel right now might actually shoot him. I mean, it's also impact. So Trey Miguel might actually shoot you. <laughs> it works. But anyway, uh, again, good match. <laughs> Torres drop kicked <clears throat> John Schuyler <clears throat> in the taint. Crest the star. Yam back surprise, baby. Man, right in the taint, right, right in that the the connector piece. And anyway, you, you, whatever. Uh, Myers Brian Myers comes out mid of the match and then takes out Crazy Steve on the floor, lays out Torres across the top rope. Schuyler picks up Torres in a fireman's carry. Hotch hits the sideways blockbuster. It's a fun high flying match, and this is really just to set up Myers taking the good hands under the wing and the learning tree might be back, but VSK is over in ring of honor. So we're not going to get the actual learning tree. Uh, what do you think of the match? And what do you think of Myers uh, taking the good hands under his wing in the absence of bully Ray? I am going to answer that in reverse order. I don't hate Brian Myers doing the learning tree thing again with these guys. I don't hate it. However, I mean, Brian Myers, what, what did VSK do quickly? They didn't do anything. They just want to ring on him. You know, so yeah. And Skyler and Hotch, who's working for Bully? I mean, Myers, you got questionable allegiance, but Bully Ray? And now you got to deal with Moose? Moose, who's the Randy Orton and Impact, who will burn your house down and do this house? Yeah, I don't think you thought before you just decided to help somebody. And I wouldn't trust the good hands. I feel like the good hands would turn on me. I feel like the good hands would turn on me. And I, I feel think, like you're going to... Go ahead. I don't think the good hands know how to turn anything. Now, Joel. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't hate it, but at the same time, I don't know. What you gonna do when Bully come back? We you gonna use the good hands to put them in a position for a title shot and then tell them, hey, I got you this title shot? It's giving I didn't think this through here. And hey, Brian Myers, I get that shit thing. I get it. You don't think things through. Anyway, to add to your question about the match, the match was good. We all love a good bite. I do like how commentary was like, you can't bite in Chicago. Hey, that's obviously a brawl out joke. Please get it if you don't. Anywho, it was funny. I liked it. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was an easy, very simple match. Crazy Steve doing the Undertaker setup to bite them in the hands. Hilarious. Favorite part of the match. I love Crazy Steve and Black Taurus. Just us that they lost. Well, if you don't want to be a loser, 
go ahead and subscribe to FIFOSelect.com, the best $5 in the business. Come on, man. If you want the, <laughs> I, love, I love the first thing that's on my list of what's a plug for select goes back to what we just talked about, the biting CM Punk return news and who his first opponent he's pitched. That's number one on my FIFA Select pitch list. And of course, AEW and their TV deal with Warner Brothers Discovery and all the news of Collision and the announcement and the upfronts next week. All that stuff is on FIFA Select. What we know, what we don't know, what's been talked about, what's been rumored, all that stuff. FIFAselect.com, best five bucks in the business. An update on the ROH regulars, an update on Trinity Fatu, Trinity as she is in Impact Wrestling, how long she's sticking around, at least for now. And of course, you've got Sean's QA, you've got Sour Graps with Alex Belowski and Miss Kate Fabe, if you want, every Monday and Friday night. And of course, coexisting after dark. This week, they've got Isa, also known as Demon Diva. She is on the show. Uh, she's going to be talking about her experience in Puerto Rico over at wwe backlash last week so go ahead best five bucks in the business fifleselect.com that's all I, that, that, that's my plug because now we got to talk about some world title action but before we get there macklin's in the back with uh shira and sing and he's like i don't want to hear exclusives i blame you both Facts. for ha me having to defend this title against rhino tonight macklin is saying their business relationship is over and sings like we can't let this partnership with the world champion slip through our fingers sings like we got to have an idea i have an idea they go to break, they come back, and you've got Sheeran Singh attacking Heath, who, of course, is Rhino's friend, tag team partner. Uh, they share a double wide together. They have cheeses and crackers, if you know, from 2016. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rhino comes in, and he wants to avenge Heath. But, of course, coincidentally, and uh, just so happens that his match is, oh, my God, it's right now. So uh, Rhino's got to go and compete in the match against Macklin for the world championship. Do you have anything to talk about with this segment before we go into the match itself? Shira Singh, you should have just paid somebody else to do it, girl. Because at that point, I, I, it's a, what do you say about the good hands? How they couldn't turn a page? <laughs> you guys can win money, but you can't win matches, man. And you taking out Heath is gonna do what? Say, hey, well, guess what, Macklin? We helped you. Do you think Macklin's gonna give you a title shot, Betty? Betty, Betty. Either you think you're gonna beat Macklin, be for real, be for real. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> that's my answer. Uh, uh. Rhino Macklin for the world championship. Uh, they do the power game, and of course, Rhino wins that easy, and Macklin's surprised. Mm -hmm. Rhino sets up for the gore. Macklin rolls out onto the floor. I didn't realize this, but the top rope headbutt that Macklin does, he calls it the jar headbutt, and I think that's the just the best name. Uh, he misses it, and then Rhino gets his comeback, hits a big superflex. But Macklin, with the disrespect, gores Rhino, retains a championship, walks over Rhino after the match, and then post-match, Macklin attacks Rhino, slams his head on the steps, grabs his steel chair, goes after the knee and the throat, and then gets the shovel, PCO's most prized possession, and he starts whacking that chair that's across Rhino's knee over and over again. It's wild. It's intense. And then we go, well, there's a break and stuff happens back. We're going to talk about that in a second. Let's talk about first what happened in the match, and then we can talk about what happened in the post-match until we go outside, and we'll catch up there. Cresta, let's talk. Match, fine. Predictable. That's okay. We knew Macklin was going to win this. That's okay. Beating old boy with the gore? 
Nice touch. Didn't expect that because that was rude as hell. I want to echo what Righteous Reg and Kate said earlier on the post show for Ring of Honor. We have a stupid baby face problem in professional wrestling. I thought we all hated Steve Macklin. The same thing, I thought we all hated Bully Ray. So you see him wilding out on Rhino, who's consistently everybody's friend, and checks notes. No one comes out to help him. It takes till we go outside for him to actually get some help. You couldn't come in earlier, PCO? Even if Heath is down, nobody else is friends with Heath? Like, I'm sorry, my mouth is drooling. I really don't have the facilities to look them, bruv. These, these mustaches is on here today. They're not coming off, but Jesus Christ. Like, I don't get it. Like, I again, I thought we hated Macklin. I thought Macklin said, F Canada. And Ring of, not Ring of Honor, Impact is full of Canadians. Full of them. So nobody can come out and save old boy. That's my only critique. It made sense. You're a jerk. You're trying to prove a point. It's just you seem strong against someone who me no feel pain. I feel that. But I, I didn't I did not like that in particular. Again, it, like with Bully Ray when he's beating on people, I thought we hate this guy. I thought we hate this guy. Jump him. Jump him. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I there's nothing I can add. You're absolutely right. Uh, then during the break, they do the stretcher spot for Rhino. They load him up. Scott Demore accompanies Rhino to the ambulance that's outside. Macklin confronts Scott Demore, and then they argue. And Macklin makes the under siege match against PCO a no DQ match. And then somehow, some way, as Macklin's going to go beat up Rhino more in the ambulance, out comes PCO from the back of the ambulance and attacks Macklin. Macklin gets away at another retreat, cowardly baby, cowardly heel. And now for the next two weeks, we get to hear PCO shout, Macklin! PCO, you're a real one. You got hit by a car, walked back to Vegas, and you still fighting Macklin. I don't understand how that happened. You lost to Eddie Edwards. <laughs> like, how is PCO even in this? I get that Scott DeRose, I'm going to have you face a Canadian. Okay. PCO? Okay. I'll... It's going to be a good match, though. Especially you know, you're right. That- now that it's no DQ, it's going to be even more wild. And I'm so fun. That Again, it's it's taking playing to the strengths of these two men. It's doing what they did with going back to Bully Ray and mm-hmm. Josh Alexander at Hard to Kill, where everyone was like, no, this is awful. This sucks. And then they made it a hardcore match. And everyone was just like, okay, now I get it now. This is going to be fun. It's a weapons match. Uh, so this has the potential to be just as fun. Again, outcome is not really in question, but uh-huh. the match itself, if it's memorable and it's worked well, people are going to enjoy it and people are going to talk about it. And that's kind of what's most important early on in a title reign like this. Macklin just needs to come to the ring with holy water. <laughs> Not my bottle being invisible, but yeah, you get the point. You get the point. (laughs) I'm a Jew. Holy water being invisible just makes sense. Uh, Joe Ah! Henry. That's funny. I can't repeat that, but that is funny. Joel, that's funny. That's funny. Joe Henry (laughs) comes out. And Cresta, we haven't seen Joe Henry in like a, a flat camera shot. I wish I had taken a screenshot. He says, my nose is deviated 1.8 centimeters to the left. And you can see it. Like, you can see uh-huh. that it's like 
off, it's off center. It's whoa, it, it was gnarly, and that's fixed. And he says, most athletes, for most athletes, that would be a career ender. But I got Michael Jordan on the phone, and he said, Joe, don't go out there and cut that promo tonight. And he says, Michael, you're the expert on shoes, but Joe Hendry, I'm the expert on pro wrestling. And then he introduces Dirty Dango as I mute myself so that this train can go by. Go ahead, talk. Live your best life because I have a train going by in my background too. So there's just trains all day. Joe Hendry didn't look that bad to me. But then again, I have sin in my heart and lust in my eyes when I look at Joe Hendry. What is this photo, Joel? <laughs> Furthermore, um, the fact that he was like, this would have ended any wrestler's career, but not mine because I'm Joe Hendry. I'm like, oh. Your sacrifice, <laughs> thank you, Joseph Hendry. Your sacrifice will go down to the annals of wrestling history. Screw Kurt Angle wrestling with a broken freaking neck. Screw people wrestling with their ankles dangling like this or doing the count with their with their ankles like this. You with your deviated system, such a hero. <laughs> he is our hero. And by the way, that photo is not one that I picked. It was there when I got here. <laughs> For the audio listeners, you just have to go back and watch us. Uh, Dango versus Swingman, the quick one. Dango gets a side Falcon Arrow, does it quick, gets the win before you know it. And then we got a Humper Chat from Amanda B saying, just sending you to love. And also, I want Zicky and Swingman to win some matches. Same, same. At yeah. this point, they're the dark order of uh, Impact Wrestling. I, we love them. We like them together. Just give them some damn wins, man. Come on, let them let them be champions. Let them be our champion. I honestly, at first, like I said, I wasn't a fan, but Joel put me onto it. And plus, uh, not Zicky Dice. Johnny Swinger has the best music. Ah, need to. Such good music. Such good shit. It's real good. Uh, this okay. So we're backstage. Dina and Design. I loved the segment, and if it didn't go the way that it did. I would have been like, ah, it's boring. This sucks. But instead, we have Diener at the front of the you know front of the camera saying Callahan had a chance to be part of something bigger than himself, but he chose betrayal, and that got him pain and suffering, a bat to the skull and a face to the mat. And if you continue down that path, it will bring more pain and more suffering. You will have nothing. Whereas Diener, I have my family and an army of men who will follow me to the ends of the earth. And will snap, and at the snap of a finger, will cause suffering. And then all of a sudden, so all the yellow jackets kind of, kind of fly in. Not the TV show, but they, they're all wearing the yellow hoodies. Anyway, so all of a sudden, you start hearing a commotion in the background, and there's two guys fighting the yellow jackets, wearing the yellow jackets, uh-huh. and it's it's Sammy Callahan, and we play as Rich Swan as well, and they they're beating. And all of a sudden, security shows up. So in like the middle of this intense pre-tape, you have these two guys infiltrate the design and just beat the shit out of everyone i loved it cresta i was the the commotion and the crash worked for me and it actually made this an interesting story for once what did you think of this uh this backstage not bad at all i do like i think i mentioned this before about the bully ray promo the way that it was shot with the down, the camera down, and old boy up. So it looked very menacing. It made Alan Angels in the back look very tall. Khan's already like nine foot nine. That made that man look astronomical tall. And when the Yellow Jacket started fighting, in my mind, I was like, did you, are you cutting this promo to only kidnap Rich Swan? I thought they kidnapped Rich Swan at first. Because he said, now you asking for help. No one's going to help you. And I was like, oh, you kidnapped this man. That's smart. That's smart. But then it was these two in the back. 
Now, I feel two ways about it. One, I agree with you. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Come on, Sammy. Get your comeuppance. On the other hand, Rick Swan, what the hell are you doing? Sammy Callahan, I get y'all. Sometimes, sometimes not. But every time, much like being friends with Charlotte Flair, you get screwed, bro. Every time. Every time. Every time. Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn. Every time. I, 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 it's a tale as old as time. You help Sammy Callahan. It goes cool for two weeks after that. And then he's like, yeah, get out of here. So it's like, I get it. You're friends with it. And also, you're going to need more than just Rich Swan. And who likes Sammy Callahan? I keep going back to Reno Scum, but that's, <laughs> that was this as a whole as OVE was after that. But <laughs> my mind just keeps bringing up Reno Scum. So, once upon a time, not long there, ago, you were a hoe? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, when Sammy came back, there, there, was, there, was a, there was a group in Impact. Well, it's not just impact. It's uh, they they've been around, and it's uh, sorry, I'm <clears throat> having a moment. Uh, OVE, Ohio yes. versus everything. Uh, you can bring back one of those guys. Yes, I know the other guy needs to set himself on fire, not literally, yes. but figuratively. Uh, so Jake Christ might be a good a good option. Is his name Jake something on the Indies now? No, it's still okay. Jake Christ. Okay. Jake something is someone that uh, I'm trying to talk to for an interview. Um, that's someone else. That's something else. Waka waka. Rich Swan did a double cross on Sammy one time. One time. One. Everybody gets one. But it's always Sammy Callahan. I anyway, like him. But it's always Sammy. If it's Jake Christ as the third guy, I think there's a good story there. There's good history mm-hmm. there. You can bring that up. And, and. Let it let it ride. I don't know if Jake wants to uh, be a larger part of Impact Wrestling, but at least have at least have him back for for one go. I mean, and if that doesn't work out at this point, Frankie Kazarian is charity, so you might as well get him. Well, Kaz has other stuff to do right now. At least at, at Under Siege. So <laughs> people wrestle three matches in one night. So. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Moose and Myers are backstage. Moose comes up to Brian Myers and says, hey, why did you help the Good Brothers? And then Moose says, you know, I could be world champion and we could be tag champs at the same time. You know that, right? And Myers is like, no, no, no. I'm going to mentor the good hands. I'm going to I'm gonna mold them into tag champions. And Moose is like, you got to get your priorities straight. And he walks off. And then Myers says, you know, I was once a good hand, but I need you to, to be coachable. And then I'm going to mold you into the next tag team champions. And then the, the good hands are just like, yeah, 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 let's do that. So good little thing, good little segment. There's not much else to add unless you want to talk about Moose and Myers. I mean, I think Myers brought up a good point where he's like, you tell me I got to get my priorities straight. Bro, you're in the world ta- you're in the world heavyweight title contender match. You didn't think about Myers, bro. So if you can do both, why can't I? Moose going to turn on Myers. Myers, why you trust Moose? Why does anyone trust Moose? Why does anyone trust Moose? <laughs> I want to go back because the chat's talking about Jake something. I want to go back uh, about that Diener design, uh, Rich Uh Swan and Sammy Callahan. So yes, chat, it's true. Jake something was once a part of Impact Wrestling. He was Jake Diener. Uh, He was cousin Jake. He was cousin Jake. And then he became Jake something for a short amount of time before he departed Impact Wrestling. When I interviewed Cody Diener at the end of last year, 
my last question to him was, hey, would you and Jake ever work together again? And he was like, if the money's right. And so I'm not saying it's a no, but I would, it would be one hell of an experience if Jake something came back for that. I like the Deaners. I I remember when I used to watch Impact, I really liked, they were just out there. You were rednecking it. Oh, it, it's kind of the reason, the same reason why I liked the Briscoes when they were together. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. But y'all were rednecking it up, and I was here for it. I was here for it. Even if you lost, you were still like, all right, that's the mirror. Who will get her done? So I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Who was that? If we're talking about who was that tall, tall, tall guy from Reno Scum who had like the, the cheetah print hair? Because that's who I always go back to. Like, if is that the person who should set themselves on fire? Am I lost? Am I thinking of the wrong person? Set themselves on fire. That's what I say for anyone who does questionable things within professional wrestling. Oh, luster. So first of all, it's luster the legend, and I don't think that was a thing. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, they left cool. Impact in 2021, so uh, they haven't really been active since. Actually, that's a lie. I think they have been active since. Anyway, not not important. Uh, Reno Scum, man, listen, you, you keep bringing up Reno Scum. I don't that's know the only thing I really remember. Reno Scum, Sue Young. Before I started doing this impact for real, it was Reno Scum, Sue Young, who shot Johnny Bravo. Who <laughs> shot Johnny I mean, that's one of my favorites. I still use that no video from time to time. <laughs> and I mean, speaking of who shot Johnny Bravo, we did Johnny Swinger's segment earlier. That's like, did you murder a man? Isn't that your accomplice? Johnny Swinger said, I got extradited, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else hot <laughs> we're fully off the rails as always next week on the show trey mcgill and laredo kid moose edwards and frankie kazarian take on shelly grisham and yurimura uh kazarian working on the moose edwards side of things as that weird. was weird that was very that that makes no sense <laughs> that makes no sense it doesn't but anyway that's uh that's how they're doing it Nuggets Tag Team Champions, the Coven, take on Deanna Perrazzo and Jordan Grace. Uh, this is the main event of the show. Again, an, a, an episode that's bookended by the knockouts, and uh-huh. I love it. Match is fine. This is a good match. Grace and Kylan King have good early chemistry. Um, Deanna comes in, gets tagged in, gets beat down mid-match by the Coven. Get that baby face shine going. Wild starts slow, slowing things down. Grace comes back in. Eventually, she gets a double-team powerbomb onto the apron and tosses the ring, and then King slams Wild. Um, so King slams Wild onto Grace and gets the two-count. Eventually, Jordan Grace gets the, uh, the the return, gets the muscle buster on Wild. It's broken up by King at 2.9. They do the brawl outside with Deanna and King, and then, of course, uh, they do the miscommunication spot, as expected, where Jordan Grace is going into the ropes as Deanna's trying to climb back onto the uh, to the apron. So she gets knocked back down. And eventually it all ends with a uh, double-team kind of pump kick finish. Wild pins Jordan Grace. They retain the knockouts tag titles. What do you think of the match? And then we can talk about a little. Well, we might as well just talk about the post-match. They do the uh-huh. beatdown, and out comes Trinity. Trinity does the beatdown, uh, makes a save, kicks Kyle and King in the face. And then Luthas press to Wild gets those fists a la Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then the rear view to Kylan King down the night. It was a good match. I liked how commentary kept putting over Perazzo and Grace. How they coexist, but they were coexisting pretty well, literally up until that running running the ropes and knocking Perazzo off the ring. Can we talk about Kylan King? Let me, let me, let me say Kylan. Can we talk about the coven? 
who watches all wrestling products because they were cheating this match. Every time you turn around, Kylan King got her foot in the ring. She's stepping on someone, a thumb to the eye. Kylan King out here was cheating people out their boots. I ain't mad at it. I'm mad at it. And it also added to early in the night, the the beat, the impact throwback of the week was Taylor Wilde and Rosita winning the um the knockouts champion for the first time. So to me, that was all right. I didn't already didn't believe that Perrazzo and Grace were gonna win. That to me solidified to show you that where Grace has not Grace, where Wilde has been and how far she's come, and she's still just as good. I like the pairing of her and Kylie King. Sometimes the tarot stuff could be a little much, whatever. It was the right choice to have them win. After the at the post-match, though, it just makes me want to see Trinity wrestle beforehand. Even if it's against like a Kylan King or a Taylor Wilde, it'll obviously be Giselle Shaw. But it's like, do we have to wait till under siege? Granted, if I'm looking at my calendar now, that's in two weeks. I don't want to wait two weeks. It, Give me what I want. It's going to be Trinity and Kylan King next week. They haven't officially announced it, but I mean, they taped the match. It was promoted. Because I know I saw her wrestling in, in some people's things. I, yeah, wasn't, I was it, like, maybe I'm on drugs. No, no, you're fine. And, and, and again, I'm not really spoiling anything because A, it was promoted by Impact Wrestling and B, the, listen, you can find it anywhere you look on socials. But I don't need to tell you who won the match, but the point being here, they are going to have Trinity wrestle on tv going into under siege so uh trinity yes, and Alan king is the match and uh, by all accounts it was real good so i'm looking forward to that um trinity busting out the rear view was was fun mm -hmm. i think that there is a lot more offense that you're gonna see out of trinity that you haven't seen before that's not just the traditional wwe way that she used to wrestle when she was naomi so uh that's that's the good news yes. and on top of it She's inserted herself right at the top of the knockouts division. This is one way to do it. She's a huge star. She's bringing in some eyeballs, which is great. And uh, this was the way to do it. But Deanna and Jordan Grace fall short of the tag titles. They can't coexist. And uh, at least it didn't end with them brawling. It just ended with a miscommunication and a bad move to tease a little bit of dissension going mm -hmm. into Under Siege. And that's okay, too. Maybe there's need to coexist after Doc with Rob and Maggie. Fifeful Select. Fightful overbooked. Uh, 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 come on with the plugs, Crusty Stars. <laughs> good. I like how you did that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll be here all. I'll be here all year. I'll see. I'll see you next year. <laughs> we'll be back here next Thursday. Soon enough, Crest is going to be here every Saturday. Uh, Crest, I think we're done here. I think we can get out of here. And next week we'll be talking about uh, Impact Wrestling as always. So go ahead, tell them what's going on, what you got going. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as always, thank you so much for being here. I have a good time when you're here with me and Joe Pearl every Monday, Wednesdays. I'm not even going to include Fridays anymore. I'll be live on either TikTok or Twitch, uh, Cresta Star. You can look me up there, and I'm at 8 p.m. Monday Night Raw, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Thursdays, I am here with Joe Pearl. We cover everything that happens on Impact Wrestling. Fridays, sometimes I stream wrestling. Sometimes I watch RuPaul. I don't know what's happening. And when Collision comes out, I will be live here on Fightful, myself, and I forgot everyone else's names because I have Alzheimer's and I'm 4,000 years old. I can't even remember what my name is today sometimes. Um, and I can't wait. We're going to be turning up, talking about AEW, and I can't wait to be there with you. You can find me everywhere on the internet, Cresta D Star, link tree in my bio. I love you. I'm going to be done talking. Joe Pearl, where can they find you? Uh, your, your, uh, your tag team partners are... Iridian and uh, Riccicino. They're both great, by the way. 
if they're watching this, like, damn, I hate this girl. She's a D. <laughs> I'll look, clip this and just show them and be like, this is who you get to work with. Good luck. <laughs> Listen, for what it's worth, I already love you guys. You don't know me, but I already love you. Come here, bring it. Mm. <laughs> it be a weird, weird couple of weeks. Oh, as always, I am at Joel Pearl, J O E L P E A R L. Go over to Fightful Overbooked. Myself, Jeremy Lambert, we have this show called In the Weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Friday, easy for me to say, it's late at uh, 10 a.m. until noon. See, this is the difference. When I do a show in the morning, I'm perfectly okay. When I do a show in the, in the evenings, game over. I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, either way, check out In the Weeds Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern over on Fightful Overbooked. And of course, Kate and I are live every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern talking about a week in wrestling. Just, just spitballing just having a good time we don't do anything you know we, we take a we take the piss out of everything so come and join us uh and until then ladies and gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next one cheers bye save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.